On this podcast, two young travelers, Alex Dethrow and Jesse Lanier, will be going on a journey to find the greatest cinematic treasures. Each week, they spin the wheel of fate and allow destiny to decide whether the next few hours will be filled with genius and wonder or boredom and mediocrity. Our heroes hope to unbury hidden gems and share the discoveries with the world through humble conversations and maybe, if they're lucky, better themselves along the way. So welcome, one and all, to The Movie Quest! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Quest, the Movie Quest. Movie, um, movie. My name is Alex. That's Jesse. Hello. Say hi to the people. Hello. <laughs> it's funny because I can't even, uh, we can't see each other anymore. No. I'm just talking to the ether. Just talking to I'm... my computer. I've I've upgraded and also downgraded. At the same <laughs> yeah. <time. laughs> we'll get a camera soon. Use your phone. Yeah. I, could, a, I have a, I have a lot of options available. Yeah. I have just a, not delved into any of a them. A twenty dollar webcam. Long yeah, no, Nothing like nothing like the quality quality of that. You know what I want is I want We're my pretty to good look like a security cam footage. I want to look like a <laughs> yeah. camera. Yeah, he's like a camcorder. Aspire to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll be fair. <laughs> um, this is episode like eighteen. You're right. That's the first yeah, time you've been right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait. Um, yeah, we're almost at 20. It's pretty cool. Very um, close, yeah. And uh, we're kind of like, now, we're kind of back on track uh, in terms of uh, posting, so we're kind of caught up. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of it cool. It took me a minute. But I oh, yeah, dude. Great. The back. Um, yeah, we're, so today we're talking about uh, The Dead Don't Die. Which uh, is going to be our probably sole. No, we'll probably do another spooky movie, you know, uh, this month, probably. Right, um, October. Well, this is like what a. We'll get to it. A hilarious. This ends up being our only Halloween movie. What a insane <laughs> yeah. one to, to do. <laughs> um, but, uh, so this is a film called The Good Guy that came out in 2019. And uh, before every episode, we kind of talk about, like, why it was on our watch list. Um, and this was on my watch list uh, because, so, every year, every year, too, uh, well, every year, I get really obsessed with one or two filmmakers. Meaning, mm-hmm. I, like, watch, like, I see stuff, like, something. And then I'm like, I have to watch every film made by this guy. Uh, right. This year is Brian De Palma. I'm getting close. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, Wong Kar Wai. Um, I've only seen like three of them, but they're changing my brain chemistry. Um, but last year, it was uh, Jim Jarmusch, who mm-hmm. is um, the writer and director of this movie. And this is his last film. His latest film, um, 
And uh we'll see about last. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's kind of um, I think he's still pretty young, you know? Like he's yeah. on the younger side. He's I feel like he'll make more, but he's a weird he's a weird dude. We never, he's we strange, never I mean he's made a lot of movies. Um and so like I can see him just kind of being and we'll get to it. Um this uh is really interesting, but we'll we'll get we'll get to it. But uh so I I really, really like Jim Jarmus, like, a lot. I think his films are pretty underrated, to be honest with you. Like, I mm-hmm. think people talk about... I think the closest filmmaker to him is someone like Richard Linklater. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think Jim Jarmus has made some, like, really incredible movies. His, you know, his films are not for everybody, and that will totally get to uh, <laughs> his films are not for everybody, and uh, I'm sure that there's some people probably listening to this that don't even know that name. Um, yeah, you know. Um, and so just to like rattle off some films, you know, like Stranger in Paradise, Down by Law, um, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, <laughs> uh, yeah, Light on Earth, um, Cigarettes and Coffee, which might be his like most well known movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then his, uh, well, I think, actually, let's see, his, his most popular movie on Letterboxd, according to Letterboxd, that has been seen the most is, okay, yeah, it's Patterson, which came out in 2016, which I think Interesting. is his best movie, um, wow. in my opinion. Uh, I've honestly never heard of it. He before the Gungo guy. Yeah, Patterson's fucking incredible. Uh, I, like... Stars Adam Driver. Um, and, uh, okay. it is a, I think it's his best movie. It's not my favorite Jim Jarmusch movie, but it's definitely his best movie, I think. Um, oh, his, and then you have Dead Man, which is probably his, actually his most well-known movie, starring Johnny Depp and a young Johnny Depp from 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really well-known film, a really great film, a really well-regarded art film. And then he made Only Lovers Left Alive, this is in 2013. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really great movie. Um, I fucking love that film. I so, I love his films. Like I'm a big, big fan. Um, mm-hmm. and so this was the so, I've only not seen one of his films now. And that's a film called Broken Flowers that stars Bill Murray, and I haven't watched yet, but. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is all I lost. It was basically, well, one yeah, doing a quest. A and quest I also, from the quest. I also remember it coming out. I also remember like seeing trailers oh, for it. Oh, that's interesting. And, Don't uh, remember it all. The only thing I remember is like, wow, that has like an insane cast. Uh, yeah, right. A, a zombie movie. Um, so I was like, oh, that looks interesting. But I never obviously saw it when it came out. Um, and uh, so this came out in 2019. And it actually had, it was the world premiere uh, at the Cannes Film Festival. It was the opening film at the Cannes Film Festival in 2019. Which I'm just going to say right now, unhinged behavior. I don't know. <laughs> that was the weirdest festival probably of all time. But this is in 2019, mind you. Like, this is Parasite. This is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This that's is uh, really, that's fucking unhinged behavior. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Uh, probably just... I don't even know. What, what a weird film to kick off the 
possible. And then, like, you see this, and you're like, okay, and then, and then you go see Parasite, you know? Yeah. Weird. Pretty uh, quiet, wacky. What a bizarre decision. Um, but, so yeah, it was released, and this got um, very mixed reactions. Uh, no surprise whatsoever. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it, um, like, so yeah, this got like a 54%. Uh, critics were like, kind of like it. Audiences fucking hated this movie. Um, yeah, audiences I'm absolutely sure. hated this movie. Like, even on Letterboxd, it has like a 2.7 average. Um, on IMDb, it has a 5.5 out of 10, which is horrible. Wow. Uh, and I, I, I like could see why that will get to, like, obviously. But, yeah, I have like, theories about that. As a big Jim Jarmusch fan, I thought that this movie was pretty funny and pretty great. Um, I, with that being said, though, easily his worst movie, for sure. Um, wow. There's zero question about it. Like, not even a debate. But that being said, very good movie. It's still a very, very good movie. I found this movie incredibly funny. And if you... This has such a specific sense of humor. And so dry. And mm-hmm. uh, so... Um, this movie does not care about you. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah. To its, I think, ultimately, his, his, its downfall. I think that, because this whole movie is kind of a bit, in a way, um, where it's kind of, Jarvis is, like, doing this, I wouldn't call, like, a parody, but it's, like, a fourth wall breaking, kind of, um, you know, zombie movie, done in his style, and with all the cast of characters that are in his movie, all of them. All of them show up. I think the only one that doesn't show up is John Laurie, who's in a bunch of his other movies. Um, but is all the, the players... Is that the Down by Law guy? Who's yeah, he's also movie? in Treasures of, Treasures of Paradise, and he's in a couple other films. Um, and he did, he's done the music for a lot of his films. But Tom Waits is here, Bill Murray's here, Adam Driver's oh, here. yeah! Um, fucking, uh, who else? Oh, Rosie Perez is here. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, you know, if you've seen all his films, like you'll recognize Jarmusch people. You'll you'll recognize uh, actors from from his films. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think broadly, I think I was like, I I don't know, I was like, well, I don't know if the critics and audiences are smoking. This movie's fucking amazing for like the first hour. It got I got pretty I got pretty tired of it. Um, honestly, um, it was kind of bugged. Like, I, I still really like this movie, but by the, by the 30, like, 30 minutes left, I was like, alright, I think the bit is kind of wearing off for me. And not that I didn't enjoy, like, the, that last, like, 30 to 40 minutes, but it definitely was like, alright, like, I, I think I, I think I, I think it's time for this movie to end. Um, but I still, like, in that in that end, there's still so many funny lines and so many things that I, that I yeah. really like about it. But I, I think it yeah. definitely, um, you know, that's a problem with doing a movie like this because there is zero dramatic weight to this film, you know? Um, none. And, uh, you know, it's tough to pull a movie like that off. 
you know, where the whole movie's almost like a bit. Like, literally, like, they're referencing, like, yeah, Jim didn't let me read the script, you know, or, you know, the, the motif of um, the Sturgill Simpson song, you know, like, running throughout. Like, there's so many, like, really clever and hilarious uh, fourth wall breaking stuff that only Jim Jarmusch can, like, do. Um, that are so clever and smart and doesn't feel pretentious in any way. Um, but when you structure a movie like that and the characters are so almost like purposefully dry, you know, and like, especially Adam Driver and Bill Murray who are basically emotionless, which is kind of the comedy of their performances, you know, that they're so dry and just like, almost like not caring at all about what's happening, which really makes me laugh. But when you do that, there's like, there is no real, um, you know, you don't feel any kind of threat or like anything. Um, You're kind of just, this is like a hangout movie, you know, that is uh, really surreal in parts and the comedy can be really surreal and absurd. I mean, this is an insanely stupid movie. Um, if you really broke it down, but I really had a good time with it. Um, but I think by the end, cool. it was just like, all right, like, weird way to end it, you know, like, just a very interesting movie. Very, very interesting movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But and uh, also, yeah. as a big Jarmus fan, I also love to see, this is his most playful movie by far. I mean, Interesting. his most, like, I mean, he's doing shit in this movie that's like, you would never do. I mean, like, it's, it's insane, some of the shit that he's doing. And the fact that he brought focus along with him to make this movie that is, no one's gonna like. You know, only his hardcore fans, you know, and the people who, you know, like this sense of humor, which is like, a very small, and the fact that this got like a major, you know, like a, it released in more than a thousand theaters is fucking baffling and hilarious, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's such a, such a specific and weird film, you know? Um, which, and I, I still love that he was like that age and like made so many films, you know, his first film came out like 1984, and by this, you know, doing this, like, still having fun making movies and, and still doing fun things. And, and this isn't, like, out of line with his work either because you look at something like Down by Law or Ghost Dog, uh, he loves playing a genre and completely, like, doing his entirely other thing with the genre. Like, Down by Law being, like, a prison escape movie, like, heist movie. Ghost Dog is, like, his version of a samurai movie, which... If you haven't seen that, Jesse, you, and you yeah, like this I, movie, I, I, you've mentioned to that you're gonna, a couple times. You're gonna really love Ghost Dog, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, and like that, like he he loves playing and like kind of genres like that. And, like it's still fun to see him do that, man. And this and like really just be him, uh, yeah. which I I just really admire. And I just I do find this movie like really funny. And I don't really get the hate of it, um, in a lot of ways. Because, like, well, I do, but, and I also, like, because some people really don't have patience for this, you know? This movie mm-hmm. tests your patience if you are not 
into the vibe. You know, this is one of the slowest, this might be the slowest zombie movie ever made. Um, <laughs> pace-wise. I mean, this movie, like, is like a, you know, a if drug. You, if you this think is part about of the it, wanting, you know? wanting to give the conventions of genre movies, I think it's slow-paced. Ex- well, exactly. I would, I would agree with that. Like, it's like, it's, he's literally like, but that's, he's playing with that. You know, this whole movie is, Right. You know, he references Romero. You know, there's a whole character, like, Caleb Leslie Jones' character is, like, the movie fanatic. You know, he's the guy who is, like, I've seen all the zombie movies, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, so, like, he's playing with that, you know, the the the, the tropes and the... Because this movie, really structurally, is a basic zombie movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. zombies yeah. attack a small town, these cops investigate, trying to figure out what it's done. In this, I don't give a fuck energy that is just really, really funny. And the the cast of characters are all so great. There's a couple that I didn't really care about, um, but most of them, I'm like, I these all these characters have the performances like have something in it that I really just enjoyed being with them and and, and like hanging out with them and, and just absorbing this like surreal weird vibe. Um, yeah. Sorry, but that, yeah. Talk. God damn it. What do you, what do you think of this movie? Well, well, I really agree with um, all of that, with just slight <laughs> modifications, really. Yeah. Um, my, my experience with this film is I don't really remember how I stumbled across this. Oh, I know what it was. It was a DVD at my library, local oh, library. Right. And I was like, this is Jim Jarmusch. I've never heard yeah. of this before. I'm going to watch it. And me and Eva watched it, and we really liked it. Yeah. I... I totally adore this movie. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, it's I, I. It really clicked with me for the reason that it's something. It's a type of zombie movie, and it's a type of film that I've never seen before. And whenever I experience totally. anything like that, yeah. regardless of its flaws, which all of its flaws that you mentioned, I agree with. Yeah. Like it skyrocketed it, it up in terms of how much I like this movie, just because it's so unique for me. Yeah. Right. Um, the thing I think. Have you ever that's, seen a Jim Jarmusch movie before, before this movie? I've seen Down by Law, but that's it. I'm not Wow, I'm not okay. No wonder you like Jim this. Jarmusch. Okay. Yeah, so, no wonder so, you like uh, this. Yeah. So I'm very curious now to explore the rest of his filmography if yeah. you think this is his worst ones. That's Easy. very exciting to me, honestly, because I, I love this. Because mm-hmm. um, I loved I like Down by Law, yeah. but I love the modernization that he brought, like the, the, right. the color, the just what he did, the experience, all yeah. of that. I, I really felt in... The dead don't die. Yeah, um, yeah. The problems with it, which leads to my theory about why people don't like it, which I a hundred percent understand it, is uh, that is I think you already identified is the is the the ending. The ending's just weak. It's just not very good. Yeah. I think um, there's parts right. of it, it has... that are very funny. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it has no idea how to end the movie, which is which really funny. And there is. Like the Kong Waits um, monologue makes no fucking sense. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it but is, it's pretty funny. It's disappointing, though, to me. Um, not in a way that ruins the film, but it's disappointing because I think this film could have like a banger ending to it. Yeah. And it would, it would just exponentially be like, it would go from the low scores that you see on the rating sites to like yeah. easily double them, I feel like. At least go up a few stars along. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I think, well, I don't think that's the way to read. I think people 
I mean, this movie has a bizarre sense of humor, bro. Like, I mean, it is. Well, here's my here's my pitch for why I think that. Yeah. It's because of the impact that an ending has on a story mm. in general. Because an impact colors everything before it, regardless of how good it yeah. is, right? Yeah. And the meaning of it, of the ending, along the lines of the Tom Waits film, uh, is is completely taken in a very political, kind of pretentious yeah. line, you know? That is yeah. just, I don't think that's don't what know, the story's I, about. I, I, I don't know if I would call it pretentious. I would kind of call it like, because um, I do think there is a sense of comedy to it. I do think that there is, like, because Sin Car to me, like, his films have never, like, I just find that, because he's, he's referencing, like, the Romero stuff, when he's talking about, like, the zombies, like, consumerism, you know, like, all these things, so he's, like, kind of talking about, like, Thought of the Dead, and, and like, kind of trying to, like, tie it back to, like, zombie movies, in a way. Um, yeah. So it didn't feel, like, too out of place, it's just, it's like, this is not what the movie's about. You know right, I mean? and, 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 you, and because and it's not like, what the movie's about, it feels well, pretentious. I don't even know it feels, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels well, that it, way, and I think it feels, it feels that like way to a lot like, of I audiences. need to end this with something. Right, because and, the and movie that wasn't it, I don't think. It's jokes, and like, literally, like, it, the joke of the movie is like, isn't this funny that we're making a zombie movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, people are not going to die with that, you know? And I thought it I, was I think really, really funny. The, I think that something, a comparison that I can think of, which I don't know if this is the greatest comparison in the world, but it's it's true for me, um, is thinking about, like, The Lobster or something, which is oh, very yeah, yeah, strange a in a similar way. I mean, way. I think that this movie is really um, surreal and, um, is, yeah, I think, well, I, I mean, I think Jarmus is, um, his films have, you know, he's a, he's a real... I would I would call a real kind of like horror filmmaker. He's, I um, agree, hundred percent. His films are really unique and different. And I remember seeing God by Law and like my mind being I don't know what it was, like that was the first Charlie that I really that I saw with God by Law and like that like scratched an inch that I never knew I needed. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> and like well it introduced me to Tom Wake. Which is like one of the greatest discoveries. Oh, that's cool. Had yeah, of yeah. my life. Um, yeah, because he's crazy. Yeah. Insane. Um, but the, but the uh, comparison, the comparison to the yeah, lobster, I, like I bring, I, I bring that up because um, the lobster is not going to resonate with certain people for sure. But yeah. the the lobster is a real story, is a real experience that I think is a very completed vision. Uh, it has everything yes. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think people will not like it for the right reasons. Yeah, I think right. that the dead don't die will be unliked for the wrong reasons, mm. you know, because yeah. of the poor ending. Right. That's my yeah. theory. I don't know if that's true, but that's just what yeah. I think. Because I think people would like the first half, like the first you know, yeah. hour, way more if the ending was different, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of saying, like, maybe if they lead to, though. like, more of, like, the fourth wall breaking stuff, um, to, like, make it even more. Because the thing is, like, this movie doesn't, like, it's literally, like, just, like, jokes and kind of, like, uh, kind of satirical, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like a satire on zombie movies. Like, there's so many things yeah. that I wrote down that I think are, like, so funny that made me laugh so hard. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, this I, movie I, made me laugh 
really hard. But I just, <laughs> and like, I am a fan of him, and I'm a fan of, like, his style and his, and weird comedies like this. Like, weird comedies like this do horribly, dude. Like, they do horribly. Because yeah. audiences expect, how, like, what a comedy is. But, like, yeah. when, like, you know what's funny? Is this reminded me a lot, and I just rewatched this movie, the Beach Bum, it was the kid out mm, the same yeah. year, which is another bizarro fucking comedy that um, is very similar to this in the sense of, like, the comedy is from, like, the filmmaking and, like, the, the vibe and the tone. And, like, yeah. people yeah, are yeah. really bad at... Americans, Americans. Yeah. This is the difference between like to me. It's like the distinction of British versus American humor because mm-hmm. American humor in media and movie forms is very focused on outlining where the punchline is. You know, right. it's a very satisfying kind of humor. I totally, like that yeah. humor I, when I, it's yeah, done well. Yeah, but something more from the British line is it like it doesn't really tell you what's funny. It just kind of puts right. shit out there. Right. Um, right. Which to me, Charlie's never has... does that. Right. He never is like. There's never. Yeah. There's never a moment where it's like that's a joke. Right. Yeah. Um, but I um, agree. I think I think it, it works in all the ways. I think you outlined yeah. all the ways that the humor does work. And I think it that's why I love it so much is right. the humor yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. so creative. It's yeah. so visual. I, I love that. I love and it. And also the performances it. are so funny. Like they're yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they're so specific and, um, and uh, just like, Dry, you know, like some people, you know, this might not just be your sense of humor, you know. But it also, yeah, like, I think absolutely. you're totally right that this movie never is like you're supposed to laugh here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it never yeah, does yeah. that, which is funnier. Which is the funniest part to me. Um, like seeing, for example, like the opening of the movie I loved. Um, yeah, where the, they, <laughs> they, so they, yeah, and Tom Waits <laughs> is a fucking hermit that lives in the woods. <laughs> Uh, what I hardly I, I knew I was gonna like this movie, but like Bill Murray, who's really funny in this movie, he's so dry and weird. And Adam Driver stole the movie for me. He, for me, I was gonna mention he that he was, kills it. He's amazing. He is so funny in this movie. Um, but again, though, some like some people watch this movie and be like, "Really? Like, yeah, like you know, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, 100%. so dry, and like you have to almost like." I don't know. It, it's so um, it's the tone of it I just love so much. Like I just think like Garmin's like nailed the the satire, but not like crossing over to parody. Uh, yeah, that was. Like, yeah, I, I was thinking exactly really cool. that when Very I was cool. watching it because it's not like the ironic type of thing that's so funny where it's just like, oh, we're outside of this, so we're. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's hard to describe, yeah. but it's like well, how I was thinking about it is that it is parody, but it never breaks like the world of the story. No, 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 it's no. always in the fiction and in yeah. the world. It's like but, it's just like it, it's like Coen Brothers kind of stuff too. Yes, totally. Yeah, I, I totally. Yeah, I totally agree. I think very it's very Coen Brothers, but very um, you know, even Lynchian in a way. Yeah, um, I agree. Where even well, I know the cinematographer who shot this movie shot a lot of Lynch and stuff. Shot like a Rachel oh, Hill, Wild at Heart, Blue Velvet. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I can see the Wild at Heart. I can see for that sure. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this movie looks great too, but. They shot it like in upstate New York and 
Patrick Gunny's like very like uh simple staging, simple, you know, um compositions and like great production design that is like very you know, he's just like he made a film called Strangely in Paradise, it's like one of his first movies. And one of the things that I love so much about that movie is each scene is one shot. So wow. he just set up one great composition, had a scene, and then the movie would fade to black, and then it would fade up again in a different shot. And that's how he shot the movie. It's really unique vibe and a really cool, cool movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's but, one of those directors that I, I kind of feel as is more of like a... I guess painterly is the right way, like very yeah. composition focused on like oh, yeah. what was within the frame. Oh yeah, yeah. And like even in this movie, like the well, even the opening, like you don't miss a lot of jokes. Like if you don't see, so like when they introduce Centerdale, like like this the yeah. this is the fucking the 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 side is like a, a real nice place, you know. I love that. And then <laughs> he drives by, he's like bombs, gas, and stuff. You know? Yeah. And then, well, the Steve Buscemi gag is amazing. Where he goes to the diner, he's wearing the, yeah, keep America white again. And he's talking yeah. to Danny Glover. And Danny Glover has no, you know, he's like, not even. Uh, it's really, so really good. funny stuff. Um, but, like, yeah, like, the, and also, like, he's also so good at, like, in this movie, he's set up, like, the world. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, I get the town, you know? Like, uh, I, uh, it yeah, feels I, I love, like, you know... I, I love the setup. Yeah. And it feels like a real place, you know? And these real, you know, these cast of characters, you know, you got the diner, you got the police department, you have the uh, the farmer, the racist, you know, farmer, yeah. like Steve Buscemi. And how all of it is, like, the setup is really great, where they go meet Hermit, the, the Hermit, played by Conway, who's fucking so amazing. Funny. And, uh... Hey, Cliff, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. It's like, they think that he, like, stole the farmer's chicken. And I, there's a, I knew I was going to like this movie when, like, they get in the car and, like, the vibe is so weird. When they, so, when they yeah. start talking to each other in the car. When he goes, uh, uh, he goes, well, where he goes, like, I don't think he, you know, they're talking about, like, I don't think he stole the, the chicken. And Bill Murray's like, you know Bob has been out there for years eating bugs and squirrels. And then there's a pause, and then Adam Driver's like, that's a bit unusual. Like, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, there's, like, like a lot of the jokes are, like, dry like that. They're like, yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. for someone else, it would be like, what? Like, what a bad line. Yeah. You know, not understanding, like, yeah, like, it's purposely, it's, it's, stupid like he's like yeah you know like that is that is unusual you yeah, know? yeah but the way think... that adam driver delivered that was it's all the delivery right yeah it's like absolutely. it's the delivery and the tone that's what i'm talking you know, i think that that makes me realize something um that i think is confusing can be confusing to people who aren't expecting something like this is that lines like that which in that moment 
you're expecting exposition setup information, yeah. Yeah. right? Like information of like what's going to happen, what this is going to be yeah. about. But this movie, the lines are way more focused on bizarre characterizations right. of these really goofy characters, right. which which makes it more kind of like a hangout movie, like how Once Upon a Time in a works. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, feel like that. Uh, yeah. is not a guy who... Um, the only thing I can think of like, right now is like, in uh, Only Lovers Look Alive, like the plot of the movies that they, they need to get more blood. Um, mm-hmm. But like, even that movie feels like, you know, that it's about their relationship, about Tom Hiddleston and Tom Swinton's relationship. It's not about yeah. like, you know, sure, you have this like threatening thing, you know, kind of. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, you know, he, he does make like hangout movies. His movies feel that's what I think watching this like reminded me like I haven't seen a Charlie since last year, but like the why I think I fell in love with something like that by law and like Patterson especially and then um Night on Earth which is a lot of favorite Charlie Sweeney. But his his movies feel incredibly comforting. Um, and I think yeah. it's because of, like, the characters, but also the vibe, right? It's, like, hangout. It's, like, it's very, like, not serious, you know? But you watch something like yeah. Patterson, and it's, like, one of the most, like, beautiful portrayals of everyday people, you know? But it's presented in such a non-pretentious way. Um, and I think that's what I love so much about his... Well, yeah, that, you know that's that's an unprotected filmmaker. You know that's so interesting because I do think that people. I agree with you with that, but I, yeah. it's so interesting because I think a lot of people's resistance to it is because it feels pretentious in right. a way. Why I think that is is because when things are done open ended like that. It feels like, oh, you just wasted my time to just like show me your For ego, sure. you yeah. know? Well, Which, to those me, people, I say uh, you're an idiot. Watch more movies. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I do get it because I find um, I like closure a lot. I like yeah. things where there's a drive and a purpose in in like a in a meeting. And part of my reasons why I don't like this film is because I don't think yeah. there's not enough that kind of brings it together yeah. in the end. Yeah, but right. I I also agree. But at with the end of the day, like you like, could also like I don't like this movie, but I thought the other was pretty bad. Yeah, but I still yeah. like this movie. But, like, you can still but, like. But, you know, yeah, with, with Jim Jarmusch it. films, it was definitely something that, like, I had to learn how to watch it and enjoy it. And once it kind of sure. clicked with me, I feel yeah. exactly the same of how you're talking about. It's really comforting. You yeah. know, it's really, it's relaxing. It's just yeah. really cool. You just, like, enter into this place for a little while. Well. Yeah. And I, I really, I really like, it just feels good. So that's one of the reasons yeah. why I love this film so much, too, is because, yeah. like, I love these characters. I love right. this bizarre town. I just right. want to see them talk to each other. And I love that there's a zombie apocalypse that they have to deal with. I just think that's <laughs> yeah. great. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's a, it's a contested point. I get why people have trouble with stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It does make sense. Easily. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's not shocking to me at all. But I think also with this movie specifically, I will say, like, um, the movie has an insane cast. Um, more like don't worry Adam Driver they don't know who Jim Jarvis is you know? yeah. like, <laughs> so they go and they're like what is this like this is yeah. a weird ass fucking movie you know um, what is this tone but like critics for example like who like this movie like they know who Jim Jarvis is this is his right. 
you know, 15 movie, you know? <laughs> so, and he, like, he's a real filmmaker, like a, like a pretty, like, Akira's filmmaker that is, has a very particular style, you know what I mean? Right. It's right. almost like, a, you know, someone like you think about Wes Anderson and how something will turn off of his film, for example, you know, like stuff like that. Um, he's like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, and, and the, audiences the are that, probably like, what? Uh, I thought and, I was going to see out a wacky zombie movie starring Bill Murray. Right, (laughs) which it is that, but it's not that. Yeah, Uh, because the other thing with Jim Jarmusch is that he is kind of aggressive in how he doesn't serve the audience, which I love. Yeah, but that's a big part of his films. That's I love him for that too. But like I said earlier, that that definitely this was that's why I say this is his worst movie because this was the first Jarmusch movie that I've seen where like I I. Uh, he's testing my patience. Like, yeah. By the, yeah. By the end, I was like, dude, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do something. We gotta, like, pick it up. <laughs> and the bit just got old. Like, the bit yeah. got old. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, which is hard to do, sustain. And the fact that he was able to sustain this very, very laid back, like, satire kind of tone throughout it. And it, every time it introduced a new character, I was like, Wow, I really like you know. I was interested in those funny scenarios they got in, you know, or you know, funny scenes that I thought were really funny consistently until the end. So like, yeah. the first, I was like, all right, I get Adam Driver and Bill Murray's stick. I don't know how much longer I can take this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I I want to say that some funny shit that I just love. okay. Well, the Sturgill Simpson thing. Love Sturgill Simpson. One of the things about King Jarmusch that I absolutely love, one of the best years of music ever. Um, yeah, super true. Incredible stuff. Um, he, I mean, he'll always have a place in my heart because he, uh, in 1990, whatever Ghost Song came out, 1995, 6, he got Rizzo to do the score. Um, and oh, big hip-hop guy. Uh, and it's like friends with the Wu Tang Clan, the Wu Tang, cigarettes and coffee, Zizza, the Rizza, um, Knuckle Man, they're all in the movie. Uh, and they have coffee with Bill Murray, fantastic. Uh, great movie. Um, oh, I gotta, I gotta see it. But uh, he, but so, but the Sturgill Simpson, what a great song. Um, but I love that the. <laughs> They put it on. He's like, oh, "What is this song? It's the theme song, you know. Yeah, it's, it's the theme song. What are you talking about? You know, and like that was the fourth, the first fourth wall breaking moment in the movie. Um, where they and then the Caleb Lopez throughout the whole movie that the, the only song that plays in this movie is that song. Yeah. Um which is very funny. Is there um, any soundtrack besides? Sometimes there is, but not not much. I don't think so. It's pretty stripped down. There's there's music in the beginning when they're walking. There's a store. Uh, there's a store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's right. a store. Um, but yeah, like any soundtrack music is, and like that's a little piece that also runs for his whole film. Like you think about like Jackie Full of Berlin also in um, in uh, Down by Law, where um he 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 likes to start his songs with. Or his, his movies was just like a song that's like plays. 
you know? Yeah. That, like, thematically sets up the movie, like, in a way. And with the, with the overture, with the... Yeah, he's really good at that. Very, very really, simple really and that. really cool. Um, but, uh, I love that. That shit was hilarious. But... Yeah. The thing that made me laugh really hard is when Rizzo shows up. Big disappointment. I wish he was in the movie more, because, I yeah. mean... He shows up and he's... The Woo P.S. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I'm like, this is insane. Like, <laughs> and it really does feel like he just doesn't, he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's going to yeah. do fourth wall rankings. It really feels like he just got his friends together and, like, it's like a zombie movie. Yeah. Um, it has that energy to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is fun. Sometimes, like, you see movies like that where it's clear that it was made for, like, I was thinking of uh, Ocean's Eleven, or Ocean's Twelve, the sequel. You watch that, you're like, man, they just put inside jokes in this movie that just don't work. Uh, and you're like, <laughs> I don't understand this joke, but it's an inside joke. Between, like, okay, like, I feel cheated. But this movie, like, you know, includes the audience, and, you know. But, yeah. as a long Jarmuth fan, it makes me, uh, or, a, like, a fan, like, I, I like it even more. I'm like, oh, there's Rizzo, you know, Rizzo. I know they have a connection, you know, and I know yeah. that he's for one of his movies, and he's been in his movies, and I know that they have an awesome friendship, you know. Um, so, it was cool to see that, and, like, that's, the Bob, Bob is such a weird character. Um, yeah, the, the, Tom the gas, character? No, the, the gas, the gas. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Bob. Yeah, he was very he strange. so weird. That actor is great. Yeah. Jones is awesome actor, but I, I think I'm only what a weird character. He's only other, I've only others, I, whoa, how do I say this, these, this strain of words? I've only ever seen him in Get Out. That's the only other place I've seen him. You ever see the three billboards outside of Ellie, Missouri? Oh, yeah, he plays the Billboard, like, so. Yeah, he's yeah, really okay, good. that's right. Okay, I've seen him that, too. Yeah, that's he's, the guy who, he's the guy who gets uh, beat up pretty aggressively. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. He gets thrown out a fucking window. It's yeah, sick. Yeah, um, he's, uh, yeah. Yeah, is one word to say. He's a, he's a really, um, he, he has a really, he can, he can create a really strange presence with yeah. his acting. Like, yeah. it, it, I feel like his presence in this is similar Get like, out a little bit. Like this is like more of an awkward version mm. of that bizarre presence, and Get Out takes a more threatening like avenue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really he's a really interesting guy to watch. Yeah. Um. Oh, that, since we're talking about like actors, so now they're like, uh, so one of who one of my favorite things obviously is called Night on Earth, and uh, Rosie Perez is in that movie, and she shows up as the as the reporter. Yeah. Very small oh. role, oh, but okay. I, but she's gorgeous. Um, but uh, uh, just a little side note. I also watched uh, White Man Can't Jump for the first time. What a mm. fucking movie! She's what a good movie. But she's in that. I don't know if an actress looks better uh, than Rosie Perez in White Man Can't Jump. Huh. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think I've only insanely good looking woman. Um, but. So, this is another playful thing that you wouldn't notice. When I noticed it, I was like, this movie is totally absurd. And so, Rosie Perez 
Her name in the movie is Posey Juarez. <laughs> you know, that's so, like, so funny. I love those throwaway things. You know, yeah. like, just, if you know, you know kind of kind of things, you know? Right, um, which is which is great. I love also stuff like that where it's not hingent for you to understand that, for you to, mm-hmm. like, enjoy the movie, but it adds so much when you do understand Yeah, when you see that or you notice that, it's fucking hilarious, you know? Um, and then, uh, well, also, the Until the Swinton as a samurai lord person. Right. Uh, anytime Until the Swinton is taking a swing in a movie, you know, like, acting-wise, it's great. It's yeah. probably a good movie. Her, you know? so, yeah, her, <laughs> her performance, I kind of feel mixed about her. Her performance yeah, is sure. great, but her the character swing. is something I feel a little <laughs> bit mixed about it. Like, the yeah. scene I love is the scene where she's uh, done the makeup of the two dead people in, in drag, yes. you know, right. and they have that yeah. blinking sequence. That scene's amazing. And all the other She's scenes, an alien. Yeah, which, uh, but all her other scenes, I feel really. I like when she's introduced. That was really funny to me. Yeah, that's true. Because it's revealed that she's a, she's in a morgue. Like I laughed really hard at that. Well, like she's like marching to the Buddha, and she's like doing her samurai shit, and she turns (laughs) around and she's in a morgue. You're like, what? Yeah, that's pretty funny. What a weird character. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she. yeah, I mean, she's just such a weird presence. Like, she's just so weird. Like, when she goes to the, um, the police station and is, like, asked where the dead bodies are, it's so weird, you know? Yeah. Um, but, again, like, like, they're just making themselves laugh because she just gets sucked up by a UFO at the end of the movie, you yeah, know? super bizarre, like, yeah. But, you know, like, they're just... That's the fun of this movie is that it really is, like, they're, they, they are making themselves laugh, in a way. Um, and uh, I thought that was really funny, but uh, just so absurd. And, like, if I watch this movie high and I'm like, I'll get mine, I think I would be like, this is the funniest movie ever made. Um, yeah. But uh, I, that I, I already was... Had... I already had the effect when I when I saw it for the second time. The humor hit me so much harder the second yeah. time around. So yeah. I, I think this movie will just get funnier. I I for think sure. I'll rewatch this movie a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely would love to rewatch this movie. Um, and like his movies are very watchable. Uh, but a, a scene that I also really like was uh <laughs> the diner. I forget her name. The the waitress, but she's <laughs> the fern. Burns is so, uh, like, oblivious to everything. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, talking, and she's, like, says something like, uh... Is this when she's talking to the the cleaning lady, and she's yeah. talking about Tilda Swinton's character? Yeah, oh, and like, she brings up Fitz, Fitz, Buddha Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh? The Great Gatsby? What? <laughs> and then he's, like, he tells her, yeah, it's like, you know, and then she talks about the Great Gatsby like he's real. Yeah. Uh, and then... She's like, yeah, like, the Lord says a Buddha. And he's like, a what? A Buddha. <laughs> like, this is insane. Um, what else do I write? I mean, I wrote so many funny shit. So, like, when the, so I love that Tom Waits is, like, <laughs> the, 
the surrogate for the zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think that that's really funny. Um, and that he's just, like, like, text to him, like, as the apocalypse is, like, happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, as, you know, the setup is fun, where, like, the lights aren't going, you know, the, the sun's not going out, the electricity's going out, you know, all the, you know, fun little stuff, but it's still on the back burner, you know? There's never a moment where, like, oh, my, my phone's dead. You're like, oh, my phone's dead. That's weird. Yeah. Like, it's, but it's almost, like, realistic, you know what I mean? Like, how, that, like, people will react to this situation. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, like, one of the things that makes me laugh about this movie is that the people are weird, but it's almost like they're hyper-normal, you know, rather yeah. than super bizarre. It's right. like if, rather than panicking, they just are just boring people throughout the zombie Right, apocalypse. like, it's funny it's because so one of the hardest me. laughs of the, of the movie isn't even, like, it's just a guy, like, zipping into Frank in a smart car. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that made me laugh so Hard. But there's nothing yeah. that he does. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just him in a smart car. But I guess the joke is that he's a super tall dude. But smart cars are ridiculous. But yeah. he's a super tall dude in a smart car, and it's just the way that it was shot was just hilarious. Yes. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that whole scene was the hardest I laughed in the whole movie. When yeah, they, uh, when they, uh, when Fern and the and they get eaten by Iggy Pop, uh, yeah. who. Just a zombie for one scene. Might be one of my favorite zombies, honestly. Honestly, yeah, he looks awesome. Features. Yeah, he, was, he, was a he really already looked. He already looked like a zombie. And <laughs> they know. just kind of, you know, put a put some gray makeup on him. That's basically all they did. I'm not even I kidding. love. I love how he like <laughs> retracts his chin and like yeah. hobbles. Well, the cop, the coffee thing arms. is hilarious. Yeah, coffee. He's credited as the coffee zombie. That's awesome. I love that. I love that so much. But um, yeah, that, really funny. that scene that you're bringing up, the several animal scene, that's yeah. by far my favorite scene in yeah, the movie. That so scene, I, I was really, <laughs> the first time I saw that, I think that was when I was really like, like enchanted by the movie. And the second time I saw that was really when I was like, this is genius. This yeah. is an amazing It's geniusly scene. stupid. You know, it's like geniusly insanely bad. You know, what what um, I what I what I love about it is the the repetition of shots. How you have three characters go in and do the same thing. We see the yeah. same things of the shots of the zombies, and they yeah. all have slightly different reactions, and they all yeah. say several wild animals. Yeah. Uh, but it well, also the hardest I laugh too is when Adam Driver's like out of nowhere. It's like you know what I think this is zombie. Yeah, that's very funny. There's well, like but... no, he's just like I think it's zombie. I think. You know? <laughs> that very same scene, my favorite, my favorite, <laughs> the, my favorite line is when he comes in and looks at the dead bodies. He's like, "Oh yuck!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And he goes out again like later. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I think that that's so yes, funny. Uh, but the, the, another thing that that scene <laughs> oh, <yuck. laughs> shows that I, I really appreciate that why this doesn't feel like full blown parody. It, it's very yeah. horror comedy. Yes. Is that it also has like the the reaction genuine in their mm. bizarre way reactions to the horror of the situation right. and the special right. effects of the genres zombies are still very are good yeah 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 way. right yeah um so i really that again that blending is what makes also what makes it so brilliant to me why i yeah. love it so much i also love the when adam driver's like i think it's zombies and then he's like 
goggles. You know, goggles. Ghouls. <laughs> the undead. I love that they refer, like, Conway's talking ghouls at one point. Well, there's an instant. Conway's, let's just say, oh, let me just say this before I forget. But I wrote it down because I was like, that was, I'm pretty sure Conway's just came up with that. Um, it was so him, but he goes, uh, oh, man. I, I remember it's when he it's when he finds the grave and he's looking up at the moon. Yeah, right? it's like after they. Oh yeah, this is undead reanimated full on plus eating zombie type shit. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, poetry only can be written by a true poet like Tom Waits. Also, Tom Waits says uh, he goes uh, when, when the zombies are. I wrote a down because I was like, that's a sick name for like an album or a song. Toxic, mm-hmm. toxic vibrations. That's sick. Yeah, I think he's commenting about that. So that makes me think about another aspect about this movie that I really like. And also, I think, is its downfall when you think about the ending. Um, But the reason for the zombie apocalypse is because of this imaginary polar fracking type of thing. So there's this a bit of this environmentalist theme going on, um, which I really like that. I thought that was a really imaginative way to do a type of criticism. And for me, that's a very effective way to do political criticism is to think of alternative history, come up with made up things, which obviously have a corollary to the real world. And it also is kind of exciting on a, from like a fictional sense of just like imagining like what could happen along, Uh, along those lines. So there's a feature of like shots of the moon with like this weird, um, yeah. So, which just kind of creates a, a kind of a fantastical vibe right. around this very normal, you know, right. uh, town. Uh, it, it just gives it's something. Very to me. Again, normal. I, I think the political stuff gets driven too hard in an ending that detracts. Yeah. But in the, the how, how it's sprinkled in in the first part of the yeah. movie, I think. Well, it's even really the cool. two, two white people, two white the America white again. You know, yeah. that's such a funny subtle. Yeah, thing, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that stuff was great. Yeah, I love the, the moon stuff. It was really funny. Um, nice oh, yeah, and then, uh, big surprise, no idea if was in the Selena Gomez, and, uh... Um, yeah, she was an interesting, yeah, role. God. That could be creepy. Good-looking, good-looking lady in this movie, I'll say that. Yeah, well, that's how, her, you know, that's how all the characters, that's what they're thinking, her, too. right, right. Well, they um, also, they also... Well, and her... Elvis, that dude is... Uh, yeah, he's Austin Butler. Dude. God damn. I was like, fuck. I was like... <laughs> I was like and it's funny, because, like, this was before Elvis, and, you know, he's a huge star now, because of Elvis, and, and uh, you see this, and, and then you remember that he's also in What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, he plays Tex. That's right. I, I I realized yeah. that I realized who he was the second time, yeah. uh, the third time I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I had no idea who he was. I didn't know who he was and didn't recognize him at all the first time yeah. I saw this. Oh movie. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, now he's like now he's gonna be a, he's a dude. He's um a new dude. He's Elvis, obviously. Um, did 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 didn't he cast him because he saw Elvis? Is that why he cast him, or did he see him in well, other things? I don't know. You think? <laughs> I don't know. This man needs to come were, to Iraq. Well, he was a good actor. I mean, before he even got, you know, he worked with Bill Jarvis and Quentin Tarantino before he even played Elvis. Yeah. So he's obviously a good actor. He can pull um, it off. Yeah, I like. But him. I don't know because Elvis came out. Because Elvis came out when they were shooting. Him, so I think he. 
I think he wanted, like, that, you know, that's how shit happens. I'm sure guys wanted to, like, dude, you gotta check out this guy. And yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll cast him. Sure. <laughs> but, um, he plays, I think he plays as villain. I think it's good, too. Cool. Anyway. Um, yeah, that shit, I like a lot. Um, their scenes, I thought, were really funny. Um, 100% vibe, no plot significance yeah. at all whatsoever, but I but agree, I thought, very I was, additive vibe. I was vibe. looking at the vibe. Um, <laughs> you know, here's something really, I thought that this was really funny. So when he goes to the, uh, when they go to get gas, and <laughs> he's like, he buys the dead goat guy CD. Like, I love the dead goat guy, you know? Yeah. Again, like, every reference that I saw feels so weird, like, it's just so bizarre and, like, so not waking up the camera. I think that's what I like so much about it, because I usually don't like fourth wall breaking things, but, like, that was so well done, and I don't really know why. It was just kind of, like, I don't know, like, it had, like, a satirical thing, you know, too. Yeah. Um, but when she's, like, uh, when he, when Bob walks out, before, there's a great joke where, Austin Butler calls Bob, uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagons, and he's like, yeah. that's your last name, and, it, and then Bobby goes under his breath, it's Wiggins, you know, <laughs> very funny. I missed uh, that, that's hilarious. But, uh, he, uh, but then, he's gonna go like, well, Bobby goes, that car is fucking rad, it's like, looks like Romero, like George Romero shit, which is awesome, because, you know, it's not a little good reference, but also, um, when I wrote down, because Luna Gomez looks at him and goes, your film knowledge is really impressive. And I said, why can't Saluda Gomez say that to me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, that would be the most attractive thing a woman could say. Man, your <laughs> film knowledge is really impressive. <laughs> I was like, man, why can't a hot lady say that to me? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love that they go to this, like, motel. I also, like, love that, like, we're like, why are you here? And yeah. then, like, uh, they, they go to the motel, the local owner is like, yeah, Hector's from the big city. We're like, what My city? My educated guess is from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, I think Cleveland. Uh, and then when they meet her, really when they meet Selena Gillis, it's like, oh, I think she's Mexican. <laughs> That's that was one of my favorite lines. I was gonna. I have a big infinity for Mexican. I love Mexican. Oh, I've been man. to Mexico multiple times. I I have an affinity for Mexicans. Is one of the most fu- is yeah. such a funny line. I Again, though, you read Mexican. that, you're like, okay, but the way that Adam Driver delivers that is yeah. so fucking funny. I mean, yeah, so dry. Like he got it perfectly. Yeah, and don't worry. It was like the perfect guy to do that. Like, that's I think that girl's part Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, what an insane thing to say. Yeah, it's so funny, man. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then they never come back. Oh yeah. And then there's a part where Austin Butler's like, says something about his car that made me laugh. He's like, "Yeah, it's a super rad ride," or, or something like that. <laughs> it's um, so funny. Another thing I wanted to ask you about is that I uh, another criticism of this movie is uh-huh. the psych ward kids was a really bizarre. That was the worst line. part of, I think of the movie. I, I don't I don't like that. I thought that I was really kind thought, of unnecessary. I, 
I my only thought of why he included that in there is that so some people can escape and there's some form of hope, but they were just so boring. Well, you know what's so funny is like Blackfoot's so goofy if that was like the way because like I don't know, I just never I never for once like thought about this is sad weird, but I never like thought thought about the story. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because it was so like in the background, you know? That it was just like you're right, I guess that like, that was the idea. But like I didn't for once be like actually feel the threat of the zombies. You know what I mean? So like introducing the kids to be like that there's like hope, it's like that's funny to me because we didn't right. need that. You know? Right. Like that that's not how this movie was operating, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so yeah, so I thought was... that was wasted time. But that was that 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 kind of brings in another kind of way that this film is structured where that's unconventional in a cool way. Yeah. um, Is that it kind of follows a it jumps between people's situations. So you're kind of following scenes of people in there. You you set up all the characters in the beginning. Probably the best part is the setup, the introduction to all the characters. Yeah. And, then and I do see... like when they start killing the zombies. There's some really funny shit about Yeah, yeah. Um, when Adam Driver starts getting, like, really good at killing the zombies, and they're like... <laughs> yeah, when he's chopping off really... all the heads of yeah, the, that's really... of the and hippies. Yeah, that's so the And the police station scene is really, really funny. Yeah. Um, like, after he, like, cut their all, like, shock, and he's like, those are some good cuts. You, you play ball, right? Why are you baseball? <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I, I I like that. I like that too. Um but this is um, the a lot nature of the studios makes me laugh so hard. I, I love don't care. Like that, that that humor at like a moment like that really makes me laugh because it's 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 like you can see like it's like you can see in their head and you can see how they thought that, but it's so obvious by how inappropriate it is yeah, and then right. you know it's and just humor. completely out of the vibe of what this movie like should be if that makes right. sense. Like a, and it's also, it's also we're so familiar with the archetype of zombies which is why i like it because it's so different is that we have right. lines that we're expect in certain situations which is really interesting to put mindy's character the other the police mm, yeah, uh, pl- woman, pl- duty, yeah. uh who has a really not as flashy of a role but yeah. it's a really fun role because she's yeah. like the normal <laughs> yeah. like like zombie right. character and it's sort of doing the stock performance right um right. but it that and it's really funny the only to one that side side. To it, you know? yeah the yeah. literally the only yeah. one yeah. um i also like yeah. steve buscemi's performance when he shoots yeah. a zombie it's like that guy tried to kill me that, that was weird kill me. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he just disappears too i mean yeah. there's a few characters that just like disappear literally. yeah like after that he just like never shows up again he gets eaten. We see him shoot some people and then oh, get okay. eaten by a right, mass of right, zombies. Right, right, but he he doesn't right. he doesn't come back and right. back in a plot kind of way. Right, Which right, again, right. I think that's a frustration about that people might get from this movie. You set yeah. up all these characters, you follow them in their different lines. Well, How's yeah, this I mean, connect? Exactly do that. I mean, like, it's happen. not about yeah. them connecting. It's not really about no. the plot coming together for no. for something like that. <laughs> Again, I think the ending there's there's a more creative ending that could have existed for like this idea. There is, but uh, at the same time, like I see the the challenge, but also like what he was really going for at the ending, because there is like a in this part I don't know how to feel that when they're 
So I love the first level, I think, but the stuff that I, I didn't like that well is when they're actually, when Bill Murray and Adam Driver almost like break out of the character, right? Yeah, and they're yeah like, that's pretty extreme. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, okay, like, I gotta, like, it made me giggle, but it's like not, I, I think agree. that might have been a, a little too far. I agree. And like, I, I think if, if he was going to do that, he should have gone further. Meaning, yeah. like, they're literally, still, like, the ending pulled out, like, literally see, like, Jim Jarvis, like, filming the movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, I agree with because that. Because I like the idea of that, because Bill Murray's character, he is playing it like he doesn't really know what's going on, which I, yeah. which I really like, you know? I love the idea of that, where, like, the meta-ness of, like, having a performance where he doesn't know what the movie is, but, like, everybody else does. Like, that's a, that's a pretty interesting and, like, weird and different approach to, like, make movies, you know? Uh, so, like, that makes me laugh. Like, that idea is really funny, but, like, I think it doesn't, it just feels kind of, like, weird. I agree. At the end of the day, because it's, like, because, like I said earlier, there is, like, when you do that, there is, okay, none of this matters. Because yeah. the characters, none of this matters. It did it before, but now it really doesn't. You know? Yeah, that, like, you literally just went, the characters just break out of the characters. Like, yeah, like, I didn't read the full script. Like, I read the full script. And it's almost like the actors are, like, kind of reminded me of kind of, like, what Wes Anderson is doing in a way um, with Asteroid City and, mm-hmm. and Heaven yeah. Sugar, where they're, where he's, where he's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this whole different thing, especially Asteroid City, where he's like referencing, he's like acknowledging the movie being made, you know, um, in a in a really strange way. I don't even know how to describe it. But yeah, yeah. there's something there that he didn't really go through with that's pretty interesting. But, I, I think, yeah, I, I really agree with that because um, I also really like uh the meta touches with the theme song that was fantastic yeah yeah that that was funny yeah those and touches things like being meta and breaking the fourth wall well and like even and when bobby like sees selena gomez like there's like those sparkles that happen you know like it's like it's that's what i'm saying like this is his most playful movie by far yeah you can tell he's in the editing room and be like you know what let's try that (laughs) like you know like it's it's just goofy, yeah. Uh, and I and I, I and I like it for that because it, it can be really expansive. Yeah. It makes it it makes it so the rules of the world are uh, more complicated than right. our own. Right. Um. But and in, I also have really to remind agree... you that he's been making movies for years. He's probably got bored of fucking movies. So right. Like, the idea. I think Wes Anderson is getting bored of movies. Um, right. And I think that's what he's doing now, where he's really trying to, you know, do some real different weird shit you know right um, um but 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 the but, the, but the, the car scene when they really like talk about the script like that <laughs> that's the problem with being like two yeah. fourth wall breaking yeah. is that it can be a crutch that uh when you just bleed into it it uh eliminates right. the work that a character might yeah. have to do to right. be like a believable and interesting like character yeah. And and you're right. It kind of eliminates the the stakes, which there weren't much, but it yeah. it affected it. I think in an, in a negative kind of way. Yeah. But I hadn't thought about if he just kind of went 
more with it. I just kind of thought about it's like, oh, that'd be better if it wasn't there. But I could see yeah, it working sure, if, you, if yeah. you went more fourth wall. If you kind of committed to that, because, the, like, ending the, the, the ending is so, like, that. it's so, um, because it's like, nothing, I mean, I did like it when they did come out and they are starting to fight the zombies. Like, I, I just thought that was really funny. But, that scene was funny. Um, and I love that Conway's, like, watching it all. Like, it's pretty, I love how he's watching this whole movie, like, unfold. He's, like, the hermit. Yeah. And he's, like, narrating it in a way, too. But, yeah, like, I mean, because it's just, it just feels totally weird. Because you're kind of like, okay, but, like, did everybody else know that this is a movie? You know what I mean? Like, because they literally are like, this is a movie. But, like, everyone else isn't saying that. So yeah. it's like everyone else in this world knows a movie, like, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, I guess, like, I'm sure Jarlene would tell you, like, yeah, I mean, it's just like a, I think you probably say, yeah, it's just a touch of a weird, surreal thing that I wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. What, how an audience would react to that. And I, I, I think, mean? and that was just a scene that was less effective than the other touches. I yeah. think, kind of, yeah. kind of did did muddled things more than make them cool. Yeah, I, I did write like that. Like early on, like Jim really did a good, did not give a single fuck. Uh, because just like this alien thing was just like so unhinged. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just which oh last line that I'll say that I really thought was funny when when Goldberry. Uh, sees Hank, Danny Glover's character. He goes, "Ah, Hank, I'm so sorry, brother." <laughs> uh, that, that's really funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, as a big Charlie fan, I liked this movie quite a bit. I thought it was really funny, and uh, I'm definitely gonna rewatch this movie. Um, and it's uh, but again, though, the response, like all the things, I totally get it. But I mean, it, it, it disappoints me a little bit, to be honest, of, like, mm. the response of it, because it's just, like, I wish people were more open to comedies like this, and were more open to uh, people trying weird, surreal shit. Um, because at the end of the day, this is a very off-the-wall weird comedy that you don't see often, you know? And Jim Carlos, I, I just I do admire the shit that he I mean, they made this movie in a time where, you know, comedies were, are, like, dead, you know? And, like, he also got this crazy cast to, like, put it out in, like, a big, mainstream way, you know? And also coming off of, like, his most, like, successful movie, you know? Um, Patterson, you know? And, like, doing something completely left, you know? Yeah. Was, was great. Uh, and, like, I don't know if he's done. I hope not. I mean, I think he, I, I really love his films a lot. I'm like, if you're listening to this and if anything it introduces you to Jim Jarmusch, I highly recommend. Just at the end, I'll just give the, like, the starter pack of Jim Jarmusch. This is not it. Uh, I, <laughs> this is definitely not. Um, but to get like full enjoyment out of it, I think this might be like the last one you watch <laughs> or like one of the you know, but I think the, a great starting point is like Night on Earth, uh, Down by Law, and Patterson. I think those are, if you want to get the Jim Jarmusch's films, I, I suggest 
watching those. And then Good suggestions. Branch Alchemy, fucking Ghost Dog, um, one of the weirder things like Ghost Dog, Only Lovers Look Alive, this movie. Um, but really great filmmaker. And uh, also work with like Ronnie Mueller with those early films, like one of the best cinematographers ever. So, like, if you're in the cinematography, like, Down by Law is one of the most like, beautiful looking movies. I've ever seen like black and white movies. Um but uh yeah. Great filmmaker. I'm almost done. I'm almost yeah, my infinity my infinity stones. <laughs> Another filmmaker down. <laughs> Fucking uh, <yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> That's sick. Oh wait, well, I think it's time time to spin. Um yeah, I sure. love that movie. It was really fun to talk about it. Yeah. Uh so there's two stipulations this time around. The first okay. one is that I w- is trying to find a film that neither of us has seen. Yeah, that that'll was... be fun. I think we got a lot, but one of us has seen uh, and one of us hasn't seen. Um, the other thing is trying to get a horror film, which is going to be that hard cool. to get a horror film that neither of us have seen. But we'll see. We'll see what fate has to decide. Okay. okay. Hold on. I need to create my <laughs> shuffle setting. What's the first shuffle, one? Do... Sh- sh- shuffle, shuffle. The first one do like. Uh oh. The, the first one. Leader. The first one is a movie called Kwai Don. Bizarre, unearthly, terrifying. A nation's lesson and author's imagination. Kwai Don. Yeah. K Y A I D A N. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know that? That's one? a real. Wait. Say it again. Kwai Kwai Dan. I I don't know how to pronounce it. Kwai, Kwai, Y. Silent K, Silent K A A Dan. Wait, K A K W A I W A. Oh yeah, I've heard of this movie. Okay, um, three hours. How long is it? Three hours. Really? Oh wow. Okay. Well, this is a pretty well done movie. Um. Anastasia, (laughs) (laughs) the Don Bluth film. Uh, Then, wow, I was quite about that. This is this is the uh, 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 anime movie called Uro Urotsu Kidoji Five, Uh the final chapter. (laughs) I think this is interesting for a couple reasons. One, it's a cool, um, I think, like sci-fi horror anime yeah. movie but the other reason is i think it has some uh it was it was a significant movie for the tentacle rape in it i think there's some implied tentacle okay. rape monsters which created a phenomenon the so fifth theory, the fifth one of the series the fifth one they've made they made four okay. others um then there's uh cowboy bebop the movie which i actually don't know if i've seen the movie um so, well Kwai Kwai dan does fit the bill doesn't it I think so. I don't know if it's a horror movie or not. It says but. terrifying. It says it's uh, <laughs> it says uh, it's terrifying. It says it's a uh, uh, it's a word meaning ghost That's story. So so it, it, it says it's terrifying. It says what it's just. I'm just saying what it says. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to roll again to see if we find anything that's more appealing. But we'll okay. use that as a backup plan yeah. if there's nothing that's better. Cool. cool. Um, that's how so, I watch this too. Quite, quite good. The other ones are Rojan Z, which is a uh, 
associated with the guy who made Akira, but not directed oh. by him. Uh, this place rules. Andrew Callaghan, hand mm. whatever. Um, body, bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh yeah, uh, horrible. Which you saw that right? I did. Yeah. And then the last one is Violence Voyager, which I think this is like a homemade paper cutout weird Whoa. horror film, uh, animated animated movie. Um, which nothing fits better than Quiet Dan. So let's do Quiet Dan. Backup plan. Yeah. Uh, see, see what's up with that. Channel. Um, That's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. Um, oh yeah. I know. I mean, would you would you use it? If I probably to? would. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, right? I mean, if more people use it, that would be good. But I just use it. I think my sister uses it too. But, um, I would, I would hopefully, you know, when you see what Netflix is done, where they you have to like like be on like the same household or something to like yeah. That that hasn't. That hasn't under, I I have that hasn't taken effect for me. I can still log on to my mother's Netflix, but you can't. I mean, oh, no. I can sign in, but I can't watch it on my TV because it's like not. Yeah, it's like a household or whatever. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Well. They're up to the price and they're doing that. Yeah. Listen, we're talking about Netflix that that, that we need this. The well, only thing, watch. there, I I have gotten invested in a few anime series that are on Netflix, so that's a that's a bit troubling because there's a lot of anime on there. Oh, right. the, it's hard being a weeb. You gotta find, you gotta be creative. Physical media, physical media. Well, I'm remembering. I'm I'm now. I'm kind of excited about Kwai Dan because I think this was one that uh, I got from. Oh fucking what's his name? The guy who did Metal Gear. Uh, he did a, oh, he did a uh, Criterion. Leo, he did Leo a, Leo Leo? Yeah, he did a yeah. he did a Criterion uh, closet, oh, nice. and I think he commented. I think he said this was one of his favorite movies. Oh, cool. I think I'm not sure. Uh, it has an yeah. average of four point three on Letterbox. Okay, okay, I know nothing about it, so that would yeah. be interesting. Either a three really. a three hour 1964 ghost Japanese story. film. Terrifying. Uh, all right, cool. Do that. All right. If you got this far, thanks for listening. The dead don't die. That was that. Bye-bye. Bye.